Hello and welcome back to In The Clock End, an Arsenal podcast with me, Steve. And joining me today to talk all things Arsenal, I can't pronounce his name, so we're just going to skip over that. Good afternoon, my friend from Ireland. Hello, mate. Just for clarification, it's Kelvin, not Calvin. Um, but I believe that you have serious issues in the Midlands when it comes to pronunciation of most words, to be honest. So I won't hold it against you, but I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. Um, other than contracting the big C this week, not chlamydia. Um, unfortunately, I've got, unfortunately, I've got COVID. So uh, yeah, it's doing side, the rounds over there. On the plus side, 10 days at home before Christmas. Not too shabby. Um, not the worst. Yeah. Not the worst, but all good, mate. And also joining us, and I can pronounce his name, we've got Liam. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm not so bad. Mine's an Irish name as well, but you can pronounce mine, right? Um, no, I'm, I'm good, especially after last night. Absolutely buzzing. And I've fixed all my technical problems, so I'm even better. Yeah, that's a win. By the way, I just need to point out, my, my name's not Irish. It's weirdly Scottish. Don't know why. Oh. So is my middle name. Oh, it's no you. Scottish roots, no Irish roots. Who knows? Your parents just couldn't have called you Kevin, no? I wish they did, mate. Honestly, I've thought about it many times. Just change my name because it's a, it's a daily occurrence. Customer emails come in and, hi, hi, Kevin. And I've got into this. I've been doing this for years. I get into a pettiness of uh, I literally try and reply, but change their name ever so slightly as well, <laughs> just so it's wrong. I know it's just ridiculous, but I get good fun out of it, you know. Wait, whatever, whatever helps you sleep at night, right? <laughs> I forget. It's not sleeping at night. I've never got an issue with that. It's what gets me through the fucking day. Uh, so um, we recorded on Tuesday and we had a few, was it Tuesday or Monday? We had a few little snags with, um, well, when I say snags, Liam basically just went missing, didn't you, mate? Um, Let's just say but... I internet. <laughs> yeah, internet problems. But we're all back together. Um so we, you could argue this is really the proper anniversary episode. Um, it's actually it's a year tomorrow that we record the first episode. So um, it's good to be finally back with the three of us. It's been it's been it's been a few weeks. Um, obviously, the Arsenal played last night. Lovely two 0 win uh, sends us to fourth in the league. Don't get a nosebleed. Um, comes you first, Calvin. I probably said your name wrong. <laughs> What did you, how did you feel about the game, mate? Yeah, I think, you know, we're back into our righteous place of fourth. Temporarily, maybe, but it feels nice. It feels familiar and warm and cosy, which is nice. Um, game itself, I mean, look, it was a big game, wasn't it? Um, there's been a couple of tests recently where, you know, we probably came up a little bit short. You know, we think of Man United away and Everton away. You know, we had chances to to leapfrog them, you know, and them by West Ham, sorry, um, with both of those games, and we didn't. So this time it was, you know, let's, uh, and we're a much better side at home than we are away, that's for sure. Um, but it was good, nonetheless. I mean, it was a, it was the opportunity for us to show that, how uh, are, are we developing? Is, is there something there? And there definitely is. And, and I think that's why I came out of it thinking, you know, the, Arteta's doing a relatively good job at this point in time. And, you know, for, I don't know about you guys, but my personal kind of thing was just get back into Europe this season, not conference, just, just for clarification. I don't think that would be enough, but we're in, we're in and about where we need to be, um, which I can't really argue with too much when you look at the, the age um, 
across that that squad. But overall, I think look to come out of it with a clean sheet. Don't really remember Ramsdale being overly tested in that game yesterday. So yeah, two nil clean sheet up into fourth. Happy days. Mm. I think before the game, I felt like it could be a potential banana skin. Like mm. you know, we've we've been the sort of side of the season where it's all like kind of one step forward, two six back. Um, and we really delivered last night. Um, massive, massive win, Liam. What did you make of it, mate? Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed last night. I'm still running a high now. Um, performance was excellent, as much as the result and the clean sheets and all those little things. On the whole, throughout the 90 minutes of the game, I thought performance was was top. It, it was absolutely spot on. Um, I thought our approach to the game was great. Um, the intent by which we tried to play was 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 fantastic, exactly the right attitude. And that's not necessarily an easy thing, um, especially if you're Lacazette on the pitch, seeing your best mate, Aubameyang. I can't remember who was talking about it, uh, but I was listening to a podcast earlier today and they made a really good point that Lacazette is best mates with Aubameyang and that can't have been easy or probably wasn't easy for him seeing his best mate stripped of the captaincy on the bench. Now he's had to step up and take the captain's armband. But credit to him, he was excellent on the night. He really led by example. And that was kind of symptomatic throughout the entire team. Um, I, I loved everything about the approach, the way we played, the performance we put out there. Fantastic. Absolutely loved it. It was a great response, wasn't it? After, you know, we had, that, we had a difficult trip up to Old Trafford and we lost at Goodison. Um, first, you know, first kind of half an hour, we were a bit shaky on Saturday. Think sort of got it together, and uh, it's all about that momentum, right? And if it goes ahead, we don't know, but like going into the leads uh, on the back of you know two pretty good performances, uh, we always talk, we always talked about Arteta, right? Saying like, judge him at Christmas. Well, potentially, we're sitting in top four, top five at Christmas. Um, you can't knock that, right? No, you definitely can't knock it. Um, yeah, I remember you know, reverse. To, you know, a year when we started this, and you probably asked me that question now, you know, when do we judge him? And I, a lot of us probably said, well, that last season. And for me, it was always, you had to give it time. And this is why there's, you know, there's definitely positive signs. We're definitely on the right trajectory, but it's, again, it's, it's just probably, you know, years and years of following Arsenal. As much as I enjoyed last night, I would have enjoyed it more if it was an away performance. Um, because I think that's, our home form is brilliant at the minute. Um, you know, it's, it's equal with Man City, so you cannot complain um, about our home form whatsoever. I think the next step for this team and for me to really start not believing, but getting excited, I think that's probably what I'm looking for here is, can we start churning out some results away from home and not being a bit limp uh, and a bit passive when we're away from home? Um, if we could carry some of that home form into away fixtures, I think it'd be a very different outlook um, for the next six months under Arteta for sure or next five months however you want to look at it but um, it's it's a good place yeah you can't knock it we're, we're exactly where we need to be I think the league table is going to be a bit weird because of the COVID interruptions so there's going to be a bit of flux so it's again you know as much as we can all enjoy looking at the table and seeing we're in the top four none of us are silly enough to go well you know, Tottenham got two games in hand on this United still need to play all these little caveats but looking at the table to see that you're in and around where you wanted to be, I think that's all you can ask. Um, and I think it would be a successful season if if Arteta gets us back into the Europa League. Massively. Um, getting into the game, I know you guys will have to dive into it. You know, 
what I was really impressed about last night was that this Arsenal team, you know, whenever we start a game well or we start slowly, we tend to drop off through throughout periods of the game. Whereas I felt like we, we maintained that intensity throughout the game. We never really let West Ham into the game. Mm. You know, even at half time, um, I, I felt like, yeah, this, 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 you know, they're, they're there for the taking. Um, we looked very much in control of the game. And there was a few times where I think it was Xhaka had a, had his shot blocked. And I think uh, Saka, was it Saka in the first half who had a shot saved? Um, there was a few, there was a few moments in, in the first half where, you know, we came very close. And then, you know, I think it, it was just all about, you know, getting that breakthrough goal and, um, you know, you know, even before they went down to 10 men, I always felt quite confident that we were going to win the game. And yeah, I, I, I guess apart from that moment, Jackie kind of gave the ball away. Apart from that, you know, West Ham really didn't offer offer up anything remotely um, dangerous. Um, one thing I'd like to ask you guys, what, what are your sort of thoughts on, on the penalty? Um, I, I was watching it back today and for me, like, I think it's a penalty. I don't really know why people are criticising it. He fouls him, right? I think there are a couple of penalty shouts. Um, we, we've skipped ahead a little bit. Uh, but I think there, in the first half, there were a couple of penalty shouts. And everyone on my Twitter seemed to be, oh, Stonewall. Stonewall penalties. I was never quite convinced that there wasn't really much in them. I think it was one on Lacazette and it was one on, I think it was on Saka. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. Um, and I seem to have hold the opposite opinion to Twitter and not think they were a penalty. And then the one that actually is a penalty, I again hold the opposite view, and, and I'm, I, I'm with you, Steve, and convinced it was a definite penalty. Uh, it goes over the top of the ball, therefore he hasn't won it, so it's not a clean tackle if he's gone over the top of it. He's caught Lacazette, he's then followed through on Lacazette, and then wins the ball. Well, I'm sorry, but you can't... Yeah, you, you can't win the ball after you've cleaned out a player, otherwise every tackle from behind is, is perfectly... Fine. Um, so, in my opinion, yeah, 100% a penalty. It was definitely a booking. It was a second on the night. See you later. Down to 10, mm. penalty. Unfortunately, couldn't finish the penalty. Um, you know, me and Calvin were, were having a conversation earlier and we said, like, if we got to like a, you know, a cup semi-final or something and we had to go down to penalties, <laughs> we'd really be scratching our heads for penalty takers in this team. Yeah, I don't. Want, I do not want to see us in that situation this season because I just don't think I could. Uh, I just said let Ainsley take all five. Is that not a rule? You can just say he'll take all five. Uh, finally, but weirdly, we used to have a really good penalty record. I've, I've never fully trusted Aubameyang. He's missed a couple before, but I, I don't really like his the way he takes a penalty. But Lacazette's usually so good, and it was actually it wasn't his best penalty. Don't get me wrong, but I think it was more a good save by Fabianski than it was a poor penalty. I'll agree um, with you on this one, Liam. I know we had this debate about the Martinez penalty save. This one was top yeah. draw, I thought. Really top I, draw. I, I definitely was a better, more a good save by Fabianski than it was a poor penalty. Um, but it is weird that we, we've missed three in a row. Aubameyang tucks a rebound away in the midst of that. But it is bizarre when we've got two very good penalty takers in our team and more on the bench with Pepe, for example, can take penalties. Uh, Shaka can probably take one. We shouldn't be worried about penalties, but it's not great. I would give it to um, Martinelli. Mm-hmm. You reckon? Yeah. I'd grenade, give it Smith yeah. Rowe. If, I'd give it Smith Rowe if he's on the pitch. I mean, the kid can strike a ball. 
Martinelli can as well, but um, I don't know. I feel like I would trust Smith Rowe maybe a little bit more than I would Martinelli. I don't know why, but I probably would. On, on the subject, those two guys, um, how good were they last night? Especially Martinelli, who's uh, had a tough season. You know, he came in at the start of the season, wasn't really hitting the heights that we that we wanted him to. Obviously, he came back from uh, I think he was injured, wasn't he? Or, or some, you know, he had this big injury and and he was with Brazil um, in the summer. But the last few weeks, he's really hit the ground running. Um, and yeah, Saka and Emerson Frey, you know, well, we don't need to say anything about those guys, do we? They've just been unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, look, the Saka and Emma Smith Rose song just gets belted out every week, doesn't it? For obvious reasons. That's you know, if we can if we could play this right, we've got a bloody good core of players to hold on to and build on. Um there's still things that need improvement. We know that, particularly up front. That'll come. Whether that comes in January or the summer, who knows? It'd be a hell of a statement if we went to do it and make that move in January. Whether it's possible. Who knows? I mean, we've got Aubameyang in January, um, so anything can happen, I guess. But uh, just back to the penalty thing, actually. Um, I, I, I'm kind of, I can see why people thought it was soft, because he's, the, the problem is he does nick the ball ever so slightly with his studs in that first movement, but it's a bit high. Um, and he, he cleans him out um, dangerously, to be honest with you. So I was shock horror partially on the fence about it but ultimately didn't really give a shit sometimes you just you know you just take a step back here i don't care ultimately it didn't even matter because we missed it and still won two now so i think if if we gave that away i'd i'd be like you know what that's a clumsy tackle um yeah and I, and like even david moyes came out and he was really honest and said you can't go in like that he said you know you should have you should have blocked the ball you've got to be better there um mm. So I don't think they can have any arguments. And to be honest, you know, I, I think I think we were good for the win, right? We thoroughly deserved it. Um, it, it was, yeah, you know, the, the goals as well were so nice last night. Uh, great ball from Lacazette, lovely finish mm. from Martinelli, very Henri-esque. Uh, we love any, we we're typical Arsenal fans. We'll link anything back to the glory days. Oh, that's a that's a classic game right finish or a, a Dennis Burkamp. And then the second goal. Um, yeah, just, he finished that really nicely, and it's it's great to see Smith Rowe have that sort of confidence now that he can, you know, he he, he can you know take on take the ball and um, you know open himself up, and and you know, he's not afraid to uh, finish those. Um, maybe Thomas Party could uh, kind of learn a few things <laughs> from. Uh, did he have a few shots last night, Thomas Party? I think there was one or two, yeah. right? He had one like that was sort of I'm not sure if it was a volley or a half volley on his left foot that got blocked, um, and I was begging for it not to be blocked because I think there's an angle uh, where it looks like he might have Fabianski might have been in a bit of trouble. Um, one day I just just want to see one just just one from outside the box from party and I'll be happy. Did you see that thing when he's like a picture of him edited by some like rugby goalposts? <laughs> I've seen it, but no, it made me laugh. Um, you guys got anything else you wanted to add about the game? I'm sure you've got lots more. You just, yeah. you just... <laughs> There's probably loads of stuff that me and Liam would get stuck into. I Come think on. I, uh, the floor is open to you both. The floor is ours, right? You may as well just log out then, Steve. To be honest. <laughs> see you <laughs> later, see you later. We'll give you a shout in an hour and you can just do the <laughs> end of it. Um, 
No, I mean, look, it's, you know, you've touched on some of the things, but, you know, Martinelli's performance last night from start to finish was exactly what I want to see. Um, you know, we're not going to tap into the Aubameyang thing too much, but you look at the last two games, he's not been involved at all. We've looked like we've got 11 players on the pitch and the difference it makes in our game is, is, is night and day. Um, you know, we've been talking about it on the pod and I'm sure other podcasts have as well. You know, I've been calling for him to be sat down for quite a while. Obviously, Arteta had to take it to the extra extreme because that's what he does. And, you know, I, I don't mind this, you know, ruthlessness. This is what I've been asking for for years. Like, if you're not up for the fight, you're not up for the challenge, get out. Not interested. If you're not bought into this project, leave. Uh, because we've got better players coming through than than, than Aubameyang's form right now. Uh, we've got players that are buying into the these non-negotiables. They're buying into the future of this club. You know, we've spoke about that togetherness. It's great to see that that hasn't disappeared in the last week or so because it could have done. This shit could, you know, divide teams or divide people. It divided us as a fan base. Shock. We, we literally divide ourselves over anything, to be perfectly honest with you. But, you know, it's in football, you get two two kinds of fans. And, you know, I've always found it odd that, you know, there's people out there that just follow players, you know, and they're loyal to players. And that's fine if that's how you want to consume football. That's your, your complete divine right. But, you know, we're tribalists, Steve, me and you, and Liam, don't <laughs> <laughs> so we you know we want to make sure that we are supporting the team and things that are being decided for the, for the club is right moving forward and i think again look you know if you'd have lost the last two games it'd be a very probably different outcome mm. but maybe not though i mean but again 80 months Aubameyang's not been playing very well yeah I, I think you touched on it as well about um being bought in um to everything we want players around who, who are really into these non-negotiables that Arteta sets up. Whether you agree with them or not, it's a different story. Um, but you can put all the tactics on the pitch um, or ask your team to play a certain way all you like. At the end of the day, it will never matter if the players on the pitch aren't buying into that. Um, and it kind of, what I said right at the start of this pod was, I really love the intent by which we tried to play. Um, the effort that we put in, the energy levels on the pitch and just what we tried to do. And um, I watched the, the first half again against Southampton to see what I missed uh, those first 20 minutes. Actually, the intent was still there. The execution mm. wasn't and we were struggling. That's why it looked quite bad. But we were really trying to do the right things. And that's such an encouraging thing um, mm. to see all 11 players on the pitch, all bought in, all trying the right things. And then when it clicks you see the results. It is, the result is we've very comfortably uh, beaten a very good West Ham team. And I'm not going to lie, that could have been more than 2-0 as well on the night with some of the opportunities that we created on the pitch. So, yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up because, yeah, that's all, that's all we all want. Mm. Yeah. I, I think... I think just, sorry, Steve. Just one other thing I was just going to say really quickly there was... Um, one slightly worrying but pleasing at the same time was, you know, the other thing I think we're looking for is this, can you continue on this intensity and when you go goal up? It's something that's, you know, it's been hindering us for a while that when we go up, we kind of shit our pants a little bit and back off and don't continue playing the way that we're playing. It kind of happened last night, but it was good to see we snapped out of it. Um, and we actually then, again, there are caveats to this, 10 men, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. But 
there were times where I thought West Ham were looking like they were getting back on top, but our guys seemed to rally uh, and get back hold of the ball. Um, and then obviously ultimately scored on, on the counter with a, with a great, great finish. Yeah, no, I, I agree with both of you. Um, I'm going to use your, your favourite saying. It's a small sample size from Southampton and West Ham, but I feel like, I mean, maybe it's just coincidence, right? But that real togetherness, um, mm. it's, it's, it's there to see. It's very visible. Um, and, and the way that the players celebrate together, the goals, they're all there together. And they're all, you know, you can tell that they're buzzing and it means so much to them. Maybe it's just a coincidence, obviously, with the Obama thing, but it just feels like, I don't know, almost like a weight's been lifted off the players. Maybe they stay, there's, there's something's changed, right? Like, we're never going to know. Um, you know, I think I think we should get into it, um, the Obama thing, just briefly. Because um, mm. I wanted to sort of kind of gauge your kind of thoughts, feelings, Um you know, if, for me, I think, you know, it's, it's been coming and I think Aubameyang was never captain material. And I think, you know, it's been, there's been instances, isn't there, where he's been dropped before and he's got, he's got, he's got um, previous when he was at Borussia Dortmund. He's, you know, he's got a bit of reputation for these sort of things. And, you know, if, if you're one of the players in the squad, you're probably looking around thinking like, you know, this guy's the captain, you know, he's, you know, earning the most money. You know, this guy should be setting the example, right, for the younger players. And he's just taking the piss, basically. Uh, and I think it's about time, and I was quite glad to see um, him, him you know, stripped of the captaincy. I, I think, in many ways, you know, bearing in mind, like you know, what he did for us when we won the FA Cup, it's 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 quite sad that it's sort of come to this, you know. And, and I think, you know, um, from a human thing, it's it's um, yeah, it's a little bit disappointing, and it's it's a shame that it's soured. You know, happening. You know, you, you look at so many Arsenal players like um, Sanchez, Özil, Aubameyang. It does always seem to sort of take this path where things end on a negative. Um, how did you guys sort of kind of feel about it? I'll come to you first, Liam. Yeah, so I think you're right. In uh, I, I like to say it's quite sad actually because I've really enjoyed having Aubameyang and at Arsenal in our team. I've been at the grounds, uh, seen him score for us, and sort of the energy that he transmits is was second to none, really, in a lot of ways. I really enjoyed having him at Arsenal. So it is quite sad that this has happened. But at the end of the day, and I don't even think it matters that he's captain, I think it matters that he is our most senior best played player. He is the uh, figure, not the figurehead, but he is the the one that we expect everybody's looking up to, especially when you look at our young talents are predominantly attacking players. They, I expect that they are looking up to Aubameyang. Um, and so whether or not he's the captain shouldn't matter. I think it's just, it's your duty. You're, you're contractually obliged to be at your workplace at a certain time and do the things that your workplace tell you you have to do. If, if you're not conforming to, to those rules, um, then you have to be punished. In this case, he's our captain. So that makes it actually even worse that he's... And you just can't have your captain being allowed to do things outside of the rules or outside of the boundaries that are being set. And if he oversteps the mark, which it appears he has done from all from all uh, we've heard, then he's been rightly punished and he doesn't deserve to be our captain if that's the way he's going to behave and lead by example. 
Concrete, yeah, concrete, much more with that, to be honest with you. It's, it's obvious, right? Um, you know, we spoke about this earlier this week, Steve, just on a phone call, and it was like, walk into any office or any, any, any work, any line of work in the world, and your highest paid, most experienced individual is taking the piss. It, cre- it creates disharmony. Um, I don't care how much of a laugh that person is. But, you know, th- these guys live in a different world to us, right? But there's still similarities within that working environment, I guarantee you. Um, you know, why is that guy earning more than me? What's he doing that I'm not? Same things that we question ourselves. So, you know, if you're not being professional, again, I, you know, I don't mind this ruthlessness. There's definitely more to this situation that meets the eye, for sure, um, that we'll never find out that'll stay. I, ho- and I would hope so. I don't need to know everything as a fan. You've made a decision, you've stuck with it, and I'll support that. Um, I don't need to know all the ins and outs of what happened. I don't really care, to be honest with you, because my main concern was, and I said this for weeks, was I don't all this side fucking drama which we love, um, all of that aside, this is a striker that's been thoroughly out of form for about 18 months. Yeah. It's, it's as simple as that. If I'm just, you know, I'm a football fan first and foremost, um, and I want to see good football and I've said it for, for a long time. If he's not scoring goals, what does this man bring to the side? And it's, again, small sample size. But the last couple of weeks, it's, it's been a case of, you know, the last couple of the games, we've seen what we're like without him. And he's not, it's not that bad. And I knew it wouldn't be. Um, because it just, you know, you're putting Martinelli in there. Look at the difference. The hunger. When he lost the ball a couple of times last night and the way he worked back to win it back. You're not seeing that from Obamia. You're there not seeing that moment where. There was one moment where I think it was someone else who lost it and he went, went, ran it, uh, went and got it back. And He's so hungry. He picked but, up one of the commentary, yeah. Real quick, the one thing I did say, and I don't know if you remember this, Steve, but look, we're all delighted that he signed that new contract. I was, to be honest with you. At that time, you know, he was banging form, you know, not single-handedly, but done a lot to help us win the FA Cup. Um, and was, was a player in good form. I had concerns. And again, I think it's just because we, we worry because we've been burnt this way before. I remember that he posted a story on his Instagram um, about how he made it. And I think I said it to you that I was like, the optics of that don't look great. Um, and it worried me at the time because I was like, you haven't made nothing, mate. Yeah, you're making good coin, but you've won the FA Cup at Arsenal. That's not enough at this football club. It's not. It's nice. Do not get me wrong. Winning trophies is great. But, you, you know, we want to be competitive, fighting for top four, fighting for the league. And if I've got a player that's just signed a 350 grand contract or whatever it is, and he's come out within hours and posting, you know, walking around with champagne, by the way, when this was posted and saying that he's made it, that that was alarm bells for me um, from the off. His bank balance and, uh, won the lottery that day. Um, mm. You know what? It's... Oh, you, I get there's there's many things that I want to say, but like one thing that sort of springs to mind, and you could argue, well, at least he's interacting with the fans. But I thought it was really, I didn't like it, is that he mixes with some of Mayf TV. Mm-hmm. We all know the guy, you know, the guy who says that lack of Obama Yang, Obama blood clot Yang. The Obama who? Liam yeah, we're looks, saying Obama who at the minute, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, about, yeah, Liam, you look puzzled. Um, the, I you know, don't pay any attention to it. Okay, well, that sort of relationship with someone who is such a negative 
you know, he he would go on Arsenal fan TV and just basically preach hate about Wenger and you know always all players. Yeah, yeah. So you're, here's this guy, this nobody who's who's become a celebrity because of ranting on a, on a camera outside a football ground, mm. and you're there like, you know, talking him up, praising him, and having this relationship with someone when he's like slagging off your teammates. It just didn't sit right with me. Um, and yeah, thank you know, I think I think. I think all in all, um, it was the right decision. Well, one thing I will ask you both, actually. Um, so, in terms of like club captains, do you think the captaincy in football holds as much value as it did? Um, because you look around the Premier League, so you have like, let's say, Bamberg at Arsenal, like I think Maguire at Man United. The role of captain feels very watered down. You know, if you look at Arsenal's captains over the last 10 years, there's a lot of people in there where you feel like, were they really captain material? Uh, you know, in many respects, you know, you don't have to be a captain to be a leader, right? Tierney, Gabrielle, Ramsdale, they're all leaders. They don't wear the armband. Hmm. So with that in mind, you know, how important in modern football do you think uh, having like a, a captain is? Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, on the pitch... Probably not, if at all. Um, because let's face it, Shaka's probably the captain on the pitch in reality. Again, as you say, it doesn't have the armband. But let's face it, he probably is the captain on the pitch of the 11 players when he's on it. Um, off the pitch, I think it's a different story. Now, what what it means in terms of extra responsibilities around the club, I wouldn't have a clue. Um, but in, I, I think a lot of teams do generally have some sort of leadership group more than a specific captain. Um, and I think that's more important. I, I know even in my own team, I have a nominated captain who'll sort of lead the guys in my absence, um, rally the troops, uh, have a word to say and such. But he's not the only one. Um, I have a whole, you know, there are a few members of my of my own squad. And this is an amateur, just a Saturday league amateur team in the Netherlands. I still have a group of sort of four or five who sort of lead the rest uh, on and off the pitch and training and, and whatever. So... At a professional level, I don't know what the responsibilities mean, so I couldn't really comment. I think it probably means more in optics than it does anything else. Calvin? Yeah, it's it's a weird one, isn't it? Because, you know, for me, growing up watching Tony Adams and then Patrick Vieira as your captains, and I think, you know, we already touched on it earlier, we're so quick to look back on what was great and then compare, you know, Last night's Martinelli finish. The first thing we all thought when we saw it yeah. was very Henri, wasn't it? It's, it's just like a default in our heads. We just can't. It's, terrible. Not do it. it's we're like terrible. We're terrible. Arsenal history Tourette's, I might start calling it. I don't know. It's, it's a strange one. But I guess this leadership group thing's been around for a few years and it's Pep Guardiola's kind of thing. And it's mad, isn't it? Or again, you, you know, you look when Emery did this, we all lost our minds. We're like, what are you doing that for? Uh, you know, Arteta's doing it now. And I'm just like, you know, I don't really mind it because that's maybe another aspect of the game which has changed over the years and changed in front of our very eyes and we just need to crack on with it. I'd rather have three, four lads who like to stand up for the team on the pitch instead of just one, for example. But that's always been there. It's just we're very, you know, we're driven to to kind of think in a certain way. I mean, what, 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 what are the, you know, what's... What qualities does a captain have? What does he actually do? I mean, yeah, there's certain things he talks to the referee. And I would like someone, you know, in our team who, who can do that in a sensible manner, 
but also is in the referee's face at the same time, again, in a sensible manner, because you're looking for that balance. And it's just ultimately somebody who is, which is probably harder to find in the modern game, because if you think back, you know, these are now elite athletes that we talked about before, professional athletes. It's not like they were still, you know, professional footballers 20 years ago, but trust me, they weren't looking after their bodies the way they are now. So there's a slightly different outlook for that. But I, it's just a case you want someone who's going to, be the go-to guy I guess uh, there needs to be that bridge I think you know we've all read football autobiographies and you look at how the you know captains interact with managers especially throughout the week you know certain messages might go through these guys and again let's look at the everyday workplace there's you know there's managers there's team leaders captains and um, it's a similar sort of vibe um, who I would go for that's a very different question for me no goalkeepers, no strikers. I want someone in the middle, someone who's heavily involved um, mm. in the middle. Um, Liam's chuckling at me there. I don't know why. Is it something to do? No, because no we're both goalkeepers. <laughs> yeah, but I just, I, I just don't agree with it. I just think you're not. You're, I know. It's great you can see what, everything, but wasn't Oliver Kahn? Wasn't Oliver Kahn a captain? And he was like one of the best keepers of all times. Yeah, great. yeah, but he's an exception Michael to the rule. <laughs> It's just you're not involved. You, you, what? So every time there's a contentious decision, he's got to run forty yards. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Going, it's just it just yeah, doesn't work funny. for me. It doesn't work. You get him like a little scooter. <laughs> yeah, a little electric scooter. Imagine uh, that, Ramsdale. He'd love it. He'd be doing drifts and all sorts, wouldn't he? He'd take the referee you, out with it. You know what I liked last night? Actually, complete off subject about that sort of you know, go. going to the referee. When I think it was Tierney went over. We all, and there was a few moments where we all we I mean you could sort of say it's it's not very nice, but we we're getting the referee's face. That's what we should have been doing at Everton when Tommy Ashley got stamped on. Um mm-hmm. I think I think for me, what you know, the captain I want a captain who's going to take accountability and responsibility. And you know, he's gonna come out and he's gonna face the critics and, and face the press. Um you you don't want someone who's gonna hide, you know, you want someone who's who's there, you know, for the good times and the bad times. Um how many times have we lost games that Aubameyang doesn't doesn't speak to anyone, and and that just you know riles mm. the fan base, and that's what you know. Listen, you know we're not always going to win. You're going to lose games. You're going to draw games. But if you're going to come out and say you know it is what it is, take on the chin, you know you, you, the fans will have a lot more respect for you. That's um, I think Steve. Sorry, mate. That's a great point. Um, something that I don't you know I, I don't watch too much post match stuff stuff can I just call it stuff is that right interviews and chat and shit because I you know I know what I've seen with my own eyes and we can read it the next day to be honest with you um but I think the fact that he never fronts up really that's a really poor quality for me um you know again let's point out the obvious facts highest earner most experience blah 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 all these lads look up to you apparently have their backs I'm sorry yeah. but if you if that's your captain and you're just letting me at 1920 just finding my feet take control of the situation. If you've just seen our oh, Emil, can you go and you know we've just been battered six 0 at City? You, you do you do that interview, mate. I, I don't want to face that. In that situation, you should be going. No, Emil, you don't do that, mate. I, I, I've got this. Take control of the situation. Be a man. No, so I have some bollocks. I wonder how it works. Well, how do the press to sort of say who's coming out? Because it always feels like the same players. And also, don't like it on the pitch. I like it when they used to do it in the little hallway with like the, the press ball it's behind. COVID protocols, COVID. though, Stephen. Is, is that because COVID, on. right? 
outdoor area instead of an indoor place. That's why they're still there at the Emirates. I went on the tour. They they still have those rooms, but they do it outside because COVID. Oh, I just thought they decided to keep it. Yeah, it's for social distance. You can you can distance yourself properly. Uh, that makes um, sense. I think what they used to do though is they used to have. I, I used to hear about. It. I can't remember the term called, but journalists used to talk about it. But it was like a little walkway. I must have been around the tunnel area. And they used to sort of stand in that area and then grab them as they're walking through. Um, they whoever they want to talk to. They're obliged to do it. They have to do it, or they can be like, I no, don't I know. Want. I think you do have to nominate. I think the club has to nominate somebody to do it because I think there are fines if you don't do it within a certain time frame. Again, I'm, I'm rehashing what I read a couple of months back uh, from journalists. So I don't know this with certainty. Um, but I did hear you have to be nominated to do it. You have to then do it within a certain time frame. And then I think journalists can grab whoever it is they want to speak to. I don't know. Ramsdale had a man of the match performance at Leicester. So he might not have been nominated, but everyone wants to speak to Ramsdale about his save, for example. Yeah. No, sure, sure. Anything else you guys want to add about that? Or Southampton, uh, not Southampton, or uh, West Ham in general? Pretty happy no. with that. I mean, I could Pretty be going to the ins and outs, but uh, I won't bore you or the listeners. Okay. You just want to add, you look hilarious with your little bubble hat on. You look like you've I'm got hurt. like you look like a little pony. I'm so cool. My little pony, you know, with a little flappy my little to be honest pony. With you, Steve, the, f- the fact that one, <laughs> you can sing it, two, you can describe it. Clearly, you're just pointing out to our listeners that you fucking played with My Little Pony a few years back. Um, so that's that's fine. I'm happy to go with that now. Do you know? No, no, no. Do you remember like ITV? Yeah, it's My Little Pony. There you go. You probably no, can't see that. Do you remember like I'm ITV in the mornings on like Saturday TV when we were kids, and they like start totally spies and Hey Arnold, and they also had all the adverts. No, just Ren and me Stimpy. Okay, awesome. so. Um, on Monday, whenever we recorded, we did a little quiz. So it was originally meant for you guys to go head to head. Obviously, mm. you weren't here. Um, but fear not, I prepared another quiz. So are you guys w- w- uh, willing to go head to head? So this will take complete honesty because I'll ask the question, give you a few things, think about it, and I'll come to one of you first. And then, yeah. Yeah. No cheating. It, you were just like going to tell us how long it's going to take and then you just didn't say it. What well, are you doing? There's 10 questions. 10 questions. We'll probably ten fly through it. Okay. I'm ready. I'm down. Okay. I, look, so, Liam, I don't know. I, I started really well on the last quiz and I. Yeah, he was. Act, I don't know if you listened to it, Liam. Oh, he, was acting, no. he, was act, he was acting the big again. This is too easy. Okay. Honestly, so I've thought. Had a chance. I've, I've catered for both of you in terms of like eras. Because I'm I'm nice with that, you know. I look out for you, mate. So, uh, Arsenal had a debut debutant sent off against Newcastle United, the second straight time this has happened in the season's opening fixture. Who had to take an early bath? Permission to ask you to repeat that question, please. Basically, Arsenal had a debutant sent off against Newcastle United. Who was the player? When first day, first day of the yeah, season. Yeah, when would be nice, actually. Yeah, I, I'm glad you said that, Liam. I believe it was like 20, 2012. Debutant. The question is, I, I, I remember it. It's the debutant that's that's worrying me. Um, because I can think first, of 
First game of the season. First game? Yeah, it was 2011. 2011. Oh, it was 2011. We played Newcastle. And one of our new debutees. I shouldn't have rewritten the question because this is written really badly. Thomas for Marlin. Okay. Liam. You should put like countdown music. Down, 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 I haven't got... Uh, no, honestly, I've, brain, I've gone blank. No, it was Javinio. Javinio? Oh, of course. I remember it now. Yeah, oh, the old, I remember well, that. I, well, I don't remember the incident or anything that happened, but I remember him getting sent off against Newcastle. I wouldn't have been able to tell you it was the opening day or anything, but I do remember he got sent off against Newcastle. I mean, it might, have been, it might not have been the opening day. It was his debut, so... I don't know. Oh, so it could have been like four or five yeah. games in. Yeah, I think I think it was something to do with Jerry Barton. Surprise, surprise. Can't really remember. Water is wet. Water is wet. <laughs> Which player uh, scored the first ever goal at the Emirates? Testimonial or competitive? Competitive. <laughs> I like that caveat. Why don't Liam? I was waiting to hear that. Yeah. All right, I've got. I know it as well. Then. Yeah. Oh, okay. right, Gilberto. Yeah, Gilberto. Yes, one one equalizer. Equalizer. <laughs> How many major trophies did Arsenal win under George Graham? Oh, <laughs> you really you did say about our right? Yeah, uh, Jesus. if the listener could see your guys' reactions, then <laughs> remind me how many years was Graham in charge for? But eight. No longer than that. I was going to say around 10, give or take a couple. Yeah. I think it's about eight years. I'm thinking. I'll give you a clue. Hang on, well, two sex. It was between the the, the trophies were between 86 and 95. I'm throwing seven. Okay. Liam? I'll go six. Uh, For no reason. Hang on. Just also. For clarificational purposes, major trophies is not the charity shield. Correct. Yeah. So the answer, drum roll, please, is six. So <laughs> I've just decided to go one less for no reason other than two league, he won two leagues in 89-91, two league cups in 87 and 93, FA Cup in 93, and a cup winners cup in 94. Did he leave in 94? Or was it 95? 95. 95, yeah. yeah. So yeah, six and two one to Liam. Liam takes a lead. Totally knew that one. Good work, mate. What was the original name of Arsenal's underground train station? Tube station. Um, I guess you know. I think I do know it. I don't think I do. I think I do. think I know it. Go on. Go on, then. Holloway Road? Okay. Calvin? I was going to say Gillespie Road. Gillespie Road. Yeah. Two, is two. Holloway still there? Is yeah, yeah. Holloway Road is the, yeah. opposite of the Emirates. It's a really small one, but they always, they always <sighs> yeah. have to shoot it after match days. That's um, good guess, mate. Name the player who scored four goals in a 6-3 win over Liverpool in January 2007. I believe this was a League Cup game. It was indeed. Do you know as well? And harder, the harder yeah. question is knowing who scored the other two. <laughs> wasn't it? One Ali of them, Adi-Air? I would know. Ali Adier, wasn't it? One of them. One of them was Ali Adier. Yeah. Who was the other then? Do you, do, do you know the answer? 
I know the answer yeah, yeah. to the it's good yeah. for. Yeah. You, you Baptiste. Know, I'll, say, I'll say the first name, you say the second one, Liam. Look at that. Julio. Baptiste. Yeah, he's already answered it. Julio. So three, three. It's just, this is I like this very tight. I, I need a I might have to have a tiebreaker it. Uh in September ninety seven, Ian Wright broke which Arsenal players goal scoring record. I'll say the first name, you say the second. Yeah. Cliff. Hanger. Bastin. <laughs> okay. Hang on a uh, minute. I thought we would start easy and get progressively harder. What's going on here? <laughs> well, last you see last week you completely well, this week you completely flopped. So I've gone, I've kept it a little easier. Arsenal Football Club is based in which London borough? Currently with the Emirates, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You should both get this. Calvin looks like is in. Is that, a, I don't know, like Borough? Liam? London. Islington. Yeah, it is. I'll give you that. I'll give you high reason to Islington. Thank you. Is that five all? Have you keeping track? You're, no, we, we're fucking hell, man. You're quiz master. You're, t- you're tied. Master, were you? You're tied anyway. I know you're tied. Who holds the record for Arsenal's most ever appearances? I think better. Oh, that's a good question. Appearances? Yes. Think it's gonna it's, it's a complete guess. Go on. Adams? Go on. Okay. No. Calvin? No. He's an Irishman, I believe. The K-Man. I'm, can I call you the K-Man? That'll be easier. The K-Man. K-Man, yeah. Yeah, that would be K-Dog, K-Man. I am a gangster, so yeah. Um... It is an Irishman by the name of David O'Leary. That is wrong. That what? Is wrong. Really? <laughs> no, that is right. <laughs> I was going to say. It sounded that right. Is... Total guess. Just because yeah. he was so confident. Uh, Calvin takes a one-point lead. Well done, mate. The K-Man leads. Question nine. From behind. Yeah. Which three Arsenal players were represented in England's Euro 2000 squad? Euro 2000. Yeah, which free in born. Which... Liam, you born. Were you born? Yeah, I was three. Yeah. <laughs> should know it. They should know it. Yeah, this should be oh. rolling off the tongue for you then. So we lost to Portugal. Obviously. No, three that players. was 2004, I think. David Seaman, Tony Adams. Who the fuck's the third one? <laughs> This is testing knowledge, mate. That's a long time ago. Three players. Euro you're, not even, you're not even giving uh, Liam a chance to, to, to pop in there. Mate, he was three, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Too early for I mean, were those two even right, Quizmaster? Yeah, yeah, were that's, they? Two. that's Those that's two were right. right. It'd been too early for Cole, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, it was he's a, defend- two, he's a defender. Yeah, was it Sol Campbell? No, he was oh. still at Tottenham then. Lee Dixon? No, you can't say every name. Steve Bold? <laughs> oh, no. Big Martin, Martin Keown. Martin Keown. Oh, of course. There you go. Um, he gets one point, yeah, not, not three. Yeah, you get That's one. fair. That's fair. It was, which means you've won the quiz with one question to go. Oh, um, in that case, he gets half a point, yeah? Yeah. Ah. 
What How many? Were you, you the <laughs> FIA? Jesus Christ! Uh, Changing the rules Danny, at the last minute. Danny, Danny. Hmm, what's your one? What's your one bad for this week, Kel? Oh, <laughs> We've already done don't, it. Don't, don't. How many FA Cups did Arsenal Wenger win as Arsenal manager, Liam? You asked me this the other day. Uh, yeah, but I thought you'd forget. <laughs> I wanted to see if you remember. Yeah, I take notes. Oh, it's seven or eight. I can't what's remember your final which. answer. I'm gonna go seven. Yeah, yeah it's too. great. Seven. Yeah. Okay. That's poor. I, poor quizzing. It's not. Is. It's not you poor. I want. I want. I want it. You know what he won anyway. But I want to see if uh, I caught you out. But yeah, good work. Four three. Four three in the end, lads. Four three. Four five three. Or four, six four. I don't know. But yeah, you. you unfortunately, Calvin won the quiz. So. Unfortunately, cheers. No bias got- there whatsoever. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. Um, before we do a quick on this day, what is uh, your one good and one bad for the week, Calvin? Um, that's not one Formula good. One related. This what? That's not Formula One related. Shit. Um, one good. Arsenal being in our righteous home of fourth spot for the time being. Love that. One. Good. Um, yeah, go. Do you want me to do my bad as well? Or? Yeah, go for it. The FIA remains. My oh, one my bad God. For the week. <laughs> sake. Just let it go. Let it go. I let don't. it go. Shut up. No, guys. I, I have a lot of. As well. Can I do a I have a lot of questions? Singing. No, I've got, I've got a lot of questions about what your, what sort of media content you're consuming, mate. Thanks, Liam. I'm with you on this. Yeah, Liam's always got my back. Little. That's one thing I like about this. Um, you, you're talking That's about my little ponies. You're singing Frozen. <laughs> what do you, do you call yourself, Stephanie, at the weekends? That's my next question. Yeah. That's what my fiance is called. Same person. <laughs> Never seen you in the same room, actually. <laughs> Liam, I'll come to you. What's your one good, one bad, mate? Okay, my good. Well, I don't actually know if it's a good, but it made me laugh, so I'm going to say it is. I saw a tweet from Streatham Rovers FC on Twitter. Kelvin looks like he's already knows what I'm about to say. Come on, then. And that's the story. And I'll read the tweet. It is brilliant. Here's the team sheet for tonight's game. And we are absolutely furious because Sydenham, their opponents, have fielded their players to spell out S-R-F-C-R shit. They know this for a fact because Dane Francis... A striker is wearing the number three shirt and they've posted a little picture and they are spot on the first names or the first letters of uh, their names all spell out SRFCR shit all because they made their striker the number three for the day. And I thought that was absolutely brilliant. The bit that got me on that though, Liam, was the fact, I hope they throw the book at them. You could just <laughs> see some angry old man just typing this away and I was just like, it's fucking brilliant. It's a lot. There's a genuine sincerity about that last line as well. That makes it wonderful. <laughs> yeah. um, my bad. I'm keeping it non-football related. There, I, I've been I've been moaning about this already today to to other people who are willing to listen. But my favourite band, Starset. I love them for their lyrics in a lot of their songs, but they have a line in one of their songs from their new album, and it goes, "Shine your love, show your light." For the life of me, I can never get that the right way around because I always want to go shine your light, show your love or vice versa. I can never get it right. It pisses me off. I love them for their lyrics, but that's irritated me. So that's my bad. That's fair. Awesome. 
also here you are giving me grief for seeing and let it go and, and you're listening to please shine the light shine the love Question. yeah they're Question. yeah they're an alternative rock they're an alternative rock metal band so i think that's oh dear mm, okay um <laughs> It may come as a surprise that my my one good one bad. It's actually linked, actually. So my my one bad is that I've got COVID, and it means I can't go to Leeds away on Saturday, which I'm gutted about because I was really cool to go. I'm, if, I'm if, really if gutted goes, about that. As yeah, well. if it goes ahead. Um, mm. But at the same time, my one good is that I've got to stay at home for ten days, and it's Christmas, so ten days at home, not too shabby, not too shabby at all. So yeah. Uh, also, um, quite happy about that, that guy who won the Formula One. Uh, Furry deserved it as well, so I was quite happy about that. Hamilton keeps cheating. He's Dutch. So. Just wanted what to I point out he's Dutch. What did I say? Yeah. yeah, what did you say? I just that bloke who won the Formula One. Yeah, yeah I switched that off, bloke is Dutch. Oh, is he? Yeah, Max Verstappen. Yeah, Furry yeah. deserved that. I'm, trying, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm literally just trying to wind Calvin up. Yeah, yeah it's for a happy you can. Over you can you can't wind me up on it because you you're not wrong. Okay. That's the thing. You're not wrong. It. He did deserve it. Let's All not. Right. Yeah, let's not. We're not. doing quite well today. I haven't got it. I won't have to edit this. Um, so, continuing on on this day, I've we, I've got I've got two for you. So I'll give you a choice. We've got one on this day in 2007, and we beat Chelsea one 0 or on this day in 2017, and we beat Newcastle 1 0. What are you saying? Liam, I'll let you, uh, I'm going to let you lead that, mate. I'm drawn to the 2017 just because I can remember it. Okay. Not going to lie. So, yeah, in, yeah, in uh, on the Sunday, 16th, 2007, we beat Chelsea 1 0, which is always very nice. Uh, Ashley Cole. Was in the team as well for Chelsea, so that was lovely. Is this the, this isn't the game you're thinking of, is it, Liam? No, I said I wanted to pick the later one, and you'd think Steve would know that 2017 happened later than 2007. Did you not Probably say? Not. Did you not just say you want the early one? No, I no. said the later. I'm drawn to it because I can actually remember it. <laughs> oh, I thought you said the Chelsea one. Sorry, mate. And what were you saying about Even not having to edit? Things, uh, I know. Jinx yeah. Leave it in. Look at the, you know, be, you know, he's, he's human. Just leave it. I literally just thought you said, "Can we go for the 2007?" Because I can remember it. And I did no. think, can you? I, I mean, I did, I did wonder. All right. Mm. So on this day, 16th of December, 2017, we Newcastle one 0 Do you remember the goal scorer, Liam? Ozil. Ozil did score the goal. Well, we played a four. We played a 4 3 3, but can you guess the 11? Must have been checking goal. Mm. Yeah, Cal was just going to agree with every one of these because he can't, he won't be able to remember. This is the period where I really fucking, yeah, I get lost. Who was Stopped it left caring. back? Who was it left back? Um, this is Monreal? a bit. Monreal was in the team, but he's not listed at left back. Oh, was it that time when he was at centre-back because we were on a bit of a crisis? Maybe. Is this, hang on, no. Was this too early for that? Have we started um, experimenting with uh, Ainsley? Yeah, this, Ainsley. At this stage. Isn't it crazy that three, Ainsley, five... no, it was a 4-3-3. Three, three. But isn't it crazy that Ainsley was playing then? 
and is still at the club and still hasn't yet to secure. We still a, have no idea where his best position is. It's like yeah, like how, how has he been here so long? It's like, still doesn't play. Yeah, so we got uh, Czech, Ainsley, Monreal, and then we've got a right back mm. and another centre back. Bet so, Bellerin at right back. Yeah. Costs at centre back. Cassiani. Yes, yes. Yeah. Middle three. Middle three. Jacker, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the king. Was Ozil in that three or was he further forward in this day? Yeah, he was in this three. Okay. Uh, so another slightly more conserved midfielder. Did it have been Ramsey? No. No. I got a sneak. Is it not? I got a sneaky feeling. This is hang on. What kit were we playing in? It's mad. I've got to remember kits instead of years because it just it screams players back to me easier. One of my least favorite shirts, that awful puma with a little. This collar. is the last. This is Wenger's last season, right? Yeah. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. So I'm going to lob in Jack Wilshire. Yeah. Ah, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Scored in the league cup against Chelsea, didn't he? No. Mm. He did. So then what we left with three more. Yeah. Uh Sanchez, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Theo? No. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go actually, I'm gonna go with the out and out striker for this. This is Lacazette's first season. So Lacazette. Yeah. Yeah, that's a shout. It won't be. Yeah. That's a shout. Oh. That's a great shout. <laughs> So, I was thinking, would he have played on the right? That's why I went with Walcott first. But he, he was always, mm. it was always Sanchez um, was was up front for a little bit. This was just before, like I said, but it won't be Walcott, Ozil, Sanchez, that kind of era. Mm. Works all right, doesn't it? Not Works a bad right. team. Not, wow, I say not a bad team. <laughs> bit of a Still, how on earth? Whoever sanctioned from Everton's side, 35 million. Or whatever it was to us for Alex Awobi. Wow. Still one of and the best bits and, of business we've ever done. And Walcott as well, though. What they gave us for those guys. What they give um, us for Walcott? Out of curiosity. Did you not go on a free? It about, no, it was about 30 million, I think. No way. No, you yeah. wouldn't have got 30 million nah. for him. Look not it up. Look, Calvin, look it up. Um, it's sort of haunted us ever since, though, right? Since we sold those guys, we get stung. Any joy? Hang on, so you what? What's your figure again, Steve? I said thirty million for Walcott. Thirty million. I'd have said like five to ten, if we're lucky. We got thirty-five for Wobi. We got thirty-five for Wobi, right? Yeah, but we never got any money. We never got money for Walcott. Well, look, we're both. Everybody's wrong. However, I'm going to have to give it to Steve a little bit. Because it's a sizable chunk of money, which I don't remember receiving. I'm looking at I'm looking on transfer mart, and they're saying the fee was twenty point two five million. Not bad. Wow, that isn't bad. We actually thought we got because he was near the end of his contract as well, wasn't he? That's why I I I didn't think he went on the free, but I didn't think he was far from it. That's why I expected sort of pittance for him. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love to know what Everton fans made of, of those two. Well, Iwobi's still there, but yeah. They've given it, us 50 million quid for Walcott and Iwobi. Honestly, some of the best business we've ever done. If only now we could sell Jack of about 80 million, we'd be yeah, get him. We need Everton on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
You know, you know, I read on uh, Instagram actually. I don't know if it's true, but it was it was about Thomas. Um, not Thomas Pye, about Nicholas Pepe. That one of the reasons he's not playing is if he plays so many more games, Arsenal owe Lille like ten million, which is, makes sense. He did come on the it, other day though. He didn't get sniffed last night. Well, okay, yeah, he came on at the weekend, not, didn't he? Not being funny though. You already had seventy-two million, lads. You're taking the piss. I know, but that 72 million will probably be inclusive of those those bonuses, to be fair. Maybe. There'll be certain trigger releases in there. But look, if, if that's in there, mad, to be honest with you. Because there, there were similar talks like this when, when Oza was left out for ages as well. Mm. Similar rumbles, same mad, sort of stuff. It? But I mean, ultimately, it's, it's it what it is, isn't it? Really? Before it is, we go, it quick one on Leeds, confident. Apparently, they've got about, they've got about 11 senior players out. Not COVID as well. No, they've got suspect. They've got one guy suspended. I think it was a junior Furpo. Their left back got a booking, and it was his fifth of the season, or somebody did. They picked up another injury against City, and I think they're already missing the likes of Bamford and Calvin Phillips. So, like good first team footballers. Um, so, in theory, we should be good going up there. We're on a high. They're on a low. They've got a heavily depleted squad. But we're the away team going up north, so. Mm. And they're off the back of a 7-0 pants-down situation against City. So they'll, they've got a point to prove, which I, as we've said before, why why do they have to play us next? Because we're, we're the kiss of life team. Uh, so let's hope we don't provide that to them on Saturday evening. I hope we go up there and get three points like we used to quite often. That would be lovely. Okay, lads, well, look, I think we've covered most of what we wanted to do on this week's episode. As always, we'd just like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast, and we hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please do leave us a like and a review on Apple. That'd be greatly appreciated. If you'd like to follow any of us on the social media platforms, feel free to do so. Steve can be found on both Twitter and Instagram at InTheClockEnd. Myself, you'll find me on Twitter at underscore the arse underscore and Instagram at the Arsenal shirt and Liam he can be found on Twitter at Gronin Guna so please keep an eye on our social media feeds for information on the next po- podcast following Leeds but until then look after yourselves look after each other take care goodbye <laughs>